0: How's it going everybody? Welcome to the inaugural episode of Valley Vibes, the 2023 podcast for the Valley Blue Sox. I am your host, David Azer, alongside Nick Freitas. Nick, how we doing?
1: Doing great today.
0: We have a great show for you guys. We are joined by our play-by-play announcer, Mr. Andrew White. Andrew, how we doing? Oh, I'm doing great.
2: Glad to be here.
0: Happy to have you. So, we're going to get right into it with a season preview And we're going to be talking about some specific players. So, Andrew, if you want to get started.
2: All right, just in terms of the overall season, I think there's a lot to be really excited about. Obviously, for the Valley Blue Sox, last year was just not the best year. And definitely something to kind of move past and get to the next level. Full rebrand of the team this year. Lots to be excited about. New ownership. And what's great about summer college baseball is just the roster is pretty much completely new. we got a couple guys returning who are really good. But just the new guys that are coming in, it's going to be really good to watch them play.
0: Yeah, a lot of exciting players, especially looking at all the player bios here. Just a bunch of really exciting new players that we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. But June seventh, the start of the 2023 season. So, is there any player we want to start with first? I mean, if we look at the batters first, we can look at Matt Bergman. He's a uh,
2: coming out of Fairfield U, just down ninety one in Connecticut. He's, yeah, he's got a lot of pop on his bat. Seems like he could be a big power guy that they did lack last year.
0: Definitely. Yeah, looking at looking at the stats here, 358 59 hits, 7 home runs. Just a lot of a lot of power in that bat and a right-handed first baseman something you don't see all that often, but we'll definitely take it. I'm excited for it, to see him how he plays. And he's been playing
2: really well just to close out the year. Fairfield didn't end up making national tournament they lost in the championship game to Ryder but he was a big success story they were really good last year making the tournament and I'm excited to see the the power that he can bring
0: yeah definitely 40 RBIs we'll we'll see how that goes in McKenzie Stadium but anybody else we want to we want to touch on here and next we can go down to Elliot Dix just not as much of a power
2: guy he's Played this season at Longwood, he, he's actually transferring to UNC for hmm. next season, which is a great power five guy to have yeah. on the team, and like I said, he's not going to be the one hitting the ball over the wall too, too much. He's got six on the year, which is still pretty good. You can't complain about that. So he's he's looking to get the ball in play, get the ball, get on base, get running. Another great guy to look forward to.
0: Yeah batting 347 on the collegiate year 69 hits 13 doubles six home runs so it looks like the extra base hits are working a bit for him see if maybe he can be a middle of the lineup bat that can bring in some runners home
2: and then as we look into the next guy AJ Guerrero he's the big returner from last year had an incredible (laughs) season last year was was the true bright spot in the valleys not great season but He's probably going to join a bit late, uh, depending on how Washington does in the national tournament. Uh, they're playing right now. He's just an all-around just athlete. He's yeah. an incredible guy to watch. Incredible guy overall. He's honestly probably the person I'm most looking forward to just because he's been here. Now he's going to be comfortable. He knows the NECBL right. pretty well. So now it's just time for him to take off and coming all the way from Washington. That's quite a trip. He's yeah. Been, Born in Washington, raised in Washington, goes to Washington, and then he comes to play summer ball, almost in the almost in the Atlantic. Yeah. So it's pretty fun.
0: Yeah, quite the change for him, and I think we should note here an All Star coming back for the Blue Sox. He was an All Star last year with them, and yeah, just looking at these stats: 378, 34 hits, sixteen RBIs with the team last year, and yeah, in <laughs> with Washington, it didn't get any worse 342 67 hits eight home runs 36 rbis and he also yeah like you like you said just coming being in washington pretty much his whole life and you know wanting to come here to massachusetts and get it going with the blue Sox is really exciting yeah that's that's what
2: the beauty of the nacbl is just guys from all over the place yeah we we got guys from washington we got guys from down south we got guys from holyoke mass we got it's 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 truly a melting pot of baseball, and it's it's gonna be a lot of fun.
0: Definitely, definitely. So yeah, do we want to move on to some pitchers?
2: Yeah, as we turn over to the pitchers, it's a much rework, much more reworked lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a lot of turnover recently, but a couple guys who have just more recently come in, Jason Arigo from Salvia Regina. Yeah, he's not playing at the division one level, but .82 ERA. He's a reliever. Fifty six Ks on the year. And he has a unbelievable curveball. Yeah. He he uses it fifty one percent of the time. It's a surprisingly really high volume. I believe he's the only pitcher on the team that uses an off speed pitch more than a fastball. Oh, oh, yeah. But that pitch is unbelievable. Just watching him play, just buckling guys' knees, swings and misses left and right, he's gonna be really interesting to see kinda how he can perform against Teams like Martha's Vineyard, teams like Newport who have these power five guys, right. see if he can be really successful at against Division One guys, and maybe you see him moving up to the Division One level at some point.
0: Definitely, yeah. Like you said with the curveball, maybe we could see a sort of righty Clayton Kershaw esque pitcher who relies heavily on that twelve six curveball. I'm really excited to see that. I also want to note that like you said, fifty six batters in forty three and two thirds innings is good for a Eleven point five four K per nine, which is just absurd. <laughs> just left and
2: right. He 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 does not give up much contact in general. Yeah. So he's gonna be a guy he had a I think four or five saves on the year. Just a guy you want you really want in the game late. Yeah. Maybe drive home some wins.
0: Definitely, yeah. Locking it down in that back end of the bullpen is definitely important, and I'm really excited to see Arigo play.
2: Yeah, so Next up for me, Terry Murray, another guy who's not playing at the Division one level, but mm-hmm. a 6'4", righty, who's a sophomore. He's pretty young, from Rhode Island College, and he's had a really good year. 77-13 to 13 Ks versus walks on the year. So nice. big K guy, keeps yeah. his opponent's batting average under 240, which is really good. And it's just, he actually will probably start a bunch of games. He had an 8-2 record on the year, had 11 Ks in a game against forget who exactly they played against, but he is just one of those guys that when he's dialed in, he is nasty.
0: Nice, yeah. Yeah, returning again, uh, like like Andrew said, he had a three nine one ERA with the team last year, uh, pitched 23 innings, and struck out 22 batters. So, yeah, a lot of strikeouts there as well. Something to look forward to with an, another second-year Blue Sox play, player. Really looking forward to seeing all these guys getting into action as we get ready for opening day next week. Nick, did you want to talk about a little bit of the promotions we have going on?
1: Yeah, so the Blue Sox opening weekend, we have four games from Thursday to Sunday. Uh, We have our Thursday game, which starts at 635. Our opening day promotion, which will be sponsored by the Blue Sox, will be giving away magnet schedules. On Friday, we have another game at 635. Uh, It's sponsored by the Eisenberg School of Management, and we'll be doing a T-shirt giveaway for the first 100 people, I believe. Uh, And our Saturday game, we have another 6.35 game. The promotion is Dogfish Tastings and a Tailgate Bench Raffle. It's like a Red Sox type of bench, soccer type of bench, sponsored by the Boston Beer Company. And Sunday, to wrap up the weekend, we have a 3 p.m. game, changed from our normal 1 p.m. schedule, and we'll be celebrating the 150th anniversary of Holyoke sponsored by the city of Holyoke. So we have a lot going on this weekend. Should be a lot of fun. We hope to see you down there.
0: Yeah, definitely. Looking forward to baseball returning to McKenzie Stadium. Uh, And I just wanted to run through the opponents for these games. So first off, on opening night at the Mac, the Blue Sox will be taking on the Blues. Um, Andrew, how are we feeling for this matchup?
2: Pretty good. It's going to be their second game on the year. They go to North Adams first to open up the season. So it's going to be interesting to see Kind of how these first games go, because they have to really gel together. Right. They don't have much time to do it. Mm -hmm. We'll see what they'll be able to do in a very short amount of time. But luckily, I think they got a pretty good set for this. So I think we'll be good. Great four-game homestand. Can't complain about that.
0: Yeah. Did we want to touch on any other opponents? Looks like we got the Ocean State Waves and then the North Shore Navigators. And finally, we'll finish it off versus the 2022 Champions, Martha's Vineyard Sharks.
2: And the Sharks are always a team worth watching. They just are loaded year in and year out. can very, very easy to recruit guys to Martha's Vineyard because you're you're on an island all summer. So they're always loaded with Power Five guys. They're gonna bring in another great team. I don't know their exact guys right now, but I know it's just name a Power Five university. Yeah, I guarantee they got a guy. They got Vandy guys. They got. SEC guys, they got Pac-12 guys. Definitely, they're going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a great game, very competitive. And then right after that,
0: we go right back. It's going to be a little home and home between mm-hmm. them. Yeah, <laughs> making making the trip out to Martha's Vineyard from from Holyoke might be a little bit tough, but I'm excited. I really am excited for any CBL baseball to return. Do we have anything else to add? I think we're good. I, let me just shout out Live Sports Radio. <laughs> if you're at the
2: Mac. If you get the live sports radio, you'll be able to listen to me and the visiting broadcaster broadcast the game right from the mag. It's a unique thing; I've never heard of it before. This yeah. it's going to awesome. be a really great opportunity for people in the stadium to to hear more about the Valley Blue Sox that they wouldn't hear if they couldn't couldn't hear what I was saying the entire game. Yeah. So. Definitely look into that if you're at the Mac.
0: Yeah, I will definitely be doing that. Uh, I definitely want to hear your commentary on the games as well, even though I'll be there. But, (laughs) But, yeah, that'll do it for the first episode of Valley Vibes. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you guys next week. So take it easy.